Hi, I'm Dr. Taryn McCarthy, business owner, orthodontist, motivational speaker, and mom. After 20 years of striving for success in business, I'm starting the conversation about the business of happiness. True success in life is realized when we achieve inner fulfillment. Join me in the conversation with business leaders and entrepreneurs looking to reignite their passions and redefine success. Welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Business of Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and today is going to be a great day. Every day has the potential. Today, I am thinking about this idea of urgency. You know, it's so fascinating because in the personal development world, we really rely on a sense of urgency. Urgency is what gets us up out of the bed in the morning. Urgency makes us put our best foot forward and take creative, constant action, take courageous action despite fear. You know, it makes us do the things that are uncomfortable to do, whether that's getting up and going to the gym or facing an emotional wound or an activating trigger. Urgency can actually work for you, knowing that you have a deadline. We can create a sense of healthy urgency. But here's the question. When is urgency a detriment? In the past couple of weeks, I've been noticing in myself that urgency can sometimes create this kind of amped up feeling where I start to run a little bit faster, adrenaline pumps. And, you know, on the one hand, urgency feels a little exciting. I think you can even get a little bit addicted to it when we create these little mini deadlines for ourselves or we tell ourselves, all right, I've got to get this done. And we get a little excited about us. Many of us feed off of that. I think many entrepreneurs love a little sense of urgency. So we welcome it every now and then. But too much urgency creates anxiety. Sometimes we create urgency where there really doesn't exist any, right? We tell ourselves something is so critically important that the time is running out and we create an idea that we got to get running on super speed, even if we're not in the position to do so. So fascinating to me, this idea of urgency, when sometimes it can feel stimulating and sometimes it can feel stifling. Urgency beyond our capability, beyond our you know, reserve, is completely depleting. And the one thing that seems to me to be a really good indicator is listening to our bodies. And, you know, that's one of those things that many of us linear-minded, high achievers, business owners are not used to doing. We are not used to dropping into our bodies and listening to what our bodies are telling us. And it really is a superpower to be able to harness the message that your own body is feeding you. Because what works for you is very different from what works for me in terms of a motivator or a stimulant to get something done. But really that feedback within our bodies is the key 
to telling us when something is working or not. So, you know, I've talked about this before on the podcast, how so many, especially women in business, can relate to the idea of not even knowing when you need to pee. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you where you get to the end of the day and you don't even realize that you are popping? Or as my mom would say, popping to go to the loo. I am popping to go to the loo at the end of the day, let me tell you. And what that is, is a neglect of listening to my body throughout the day. And that's a very drastic one, but one that so many of us can relate to, or even that little crick in your neck as a dentist, how many times have we ignored that, right? We just push through the rest of the day. Or for me, a headache. A headache starts coming on. You might notice it. You might not even be aware. Or thirst, dehydration, especially in these past few years of wearing masks 20 hours a day <laughs> for those of us who are working or having to come home, or if you have maybe been exposed to COVID and you're trying to protect your, your family at home, maybe you've worn a mask more hours in the day than you haven't. And you're dehydrated, but not paying attention to your body to know when you've pushed it beyond the limits. Well, the same is true for this level of anxiety. And sometimes we don't even notice it until we've gone too far. You know, a couple of uh, months ago, I, I interviewed this fantastic therapist named Risa Williams, and she created that book called The Anxiety Toolkit. And in it, she talks about looking at anxiety and overwhelm as a continuum and beginning to understand and listen to your body as you're becoming more stressed out before you hit the extreme. So she was saying, look at it as a continuum, like a ruler and beginning to listen to your body along the way. When you start to notice, oh, wait a minute, I'm feeling a little more amped up than I was a little while ago. Just recognizing those signals from your body, letting your body teach you and show you and be that indicator for you so that you can catch it before it gets to the extreme. And that takes practice. It really does. And one of the ways to do so is to take, just take a inventory of your body throughout the day. For me, that looks like breathing. As you know, I talk about this a lot on the podcast, taking intentional breath work time during the day. So I literally set a timer on my cell phone and it goes off five times a day. And that's when I pause for 30 seconds, sometimes two minutes if I'm indulgent. And I just give myself to go a permission to go through a breathing practice. Literally allow myself to close my eyes. I love closing my eyes because it you know, blocks out all the visual stimulus. And it actually is a ritualistic practice that tells my body to just calm down my nervous system. So literally, I'll do it with you right now. And if, if you are listening to this podcast, and if you're not driving, I invite you to close your eyes. And if you are driving, you can still do the breathing exercise with me. But literally, just close your eyes. 
Take a deep breath in and hold it for four counts. And then fully exhale, just empty completely and hold it there at the bottom for four counts. And then take another nice, deep cleansing breath in, filling your belly and hold it right there. Feel that fullness in your diaphragm and then fully exhale. And just feel it completely leaving your body and hold it there. And then do it a third time. Breathe in deeply. Feel that breath fill you up. Hold it there. Hold it. And then feel the exquisite release as you let that breath go. Feel how it just relaxes everything in your body. And notice how for just a few seconds, you gave yourself permission to let all the external stimulus just stay external, allowed it to stay outside of you for just a few seconds. Just notice how much more present you are to my voice. Notice how that sense of urgency has left. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you didn't get into business to be miserable. The problem is that people feel that if their business gets busier, if they start becoming more successful, that happiness will eventually set in. But it can actually get worse. This is why I created the Business of Happiness Prosperity Coaching. In this one-on-one -on -one coaching, we look at how to redefine success on your terms and refine the joy and the passion in your dream. Visit me at thebizofhappiness.com and become the happiest business owner you know. I noticed as I was doing my breathwork practices this week that things I had created as being urgent, things that I had labeled as being urgent suddenly seemed less urgent. And I gave myself more space in my life to look at them from a place of calm, from a place of creative problem solving instead of reactivity, because that's where urgency can slip us up. It makes us reactive. And just having this breathing practice several times during the day has made an enormous impact in my life and in my ability as a dentist, as an orthodontist, as a leader of my team, as a business owner, it has given me so much room for perspective. My body giving my, me my, giving me the signals and me being available to listen because it's in this breathwork practice. I'm also more aware. Isn't that interesting? I was getting really amped up there for a moment. My body was showing me some signs of quickened heart rate, shallow breath, a little bit of anxiety. I feel my shoulders kind of rising tightness in my chest. And by breathing, I just give myself permission to just deactivate my nervous system so that I can get back to a place of more coherent thought, of more clear perspective. Recognizing that 
the urgency is often self-imposed. Now, don't get me wrong. I honestly have thought of myself as having a superpower of being able to make decisions pretty quickly. I fail forward quickly. I am very courageous to make decisions, to take risks, and then learn and pivot as I need to. I think it's a superpower of business owners and of entrepreneurs. But sometimes in there, I've noticed that I've created for myself urgency where there doesn't exist any. And it doesn't always serve me. In fact, if I listen to my body, that's when I know if that sense of urgency is appropriate or not. When it works for me is when I look at the clock and I know I have an appointment at eight o'clock and it's 6.30, so I need to get out of bed and go for my run so that I have enough time to take a shower so that I can give myself the gift of exercise and a lovely, delicious shower before the workday starts. That sense of urgency feeds me. And when I listen to my body, it doesn't feel stressed out by that sense of urgency. It feels empowered, supported, encouraged, motivated. But the urgency that I create around certain tasks at work, telling myself I have to finish all the letters by the end of the day, or I have to make this decision by the end of the hour. When I listen to my body, I get a very clear signal of whether or not that urgency is serving me or hurting me. And then I pay attention. Is this really urgent? Does this have to happen in this moment? Or can I give myself some compassion, some grace, some empowerment for more aligned decision-making and simply taking a breath? So I'd love to know what you think about this, this idea of urgency. I was, you know, looking up some quotes about urgency before, as I was preparing this episode for this episode, and this very popular quote keeps coming up in the personal development world. It says, without a sense of urgency, desire loses its value. That's by Jim Rohn, one of my heroes. And Yes, I agree with him in many regards. I do. I think that urgency does create this sense of passion, desire, and yes, I can get on board with the excitement behind it. But I also think there's a lot of value in acknowledging when you're creating your own sense of urgency, either as punishment or as a source of empowerment and motivation, and paying attention to when that no longer is serving you. When is it detracting from you? And the only way to know that, as I said, because I think it's so individual, I think it's so different from person to person, and even within our lifespan, I think urgency meant something different to me 10 years ago. And in different areas of my life, it's held a different value. But what's been key all along the way have been those indicators and messages from my own body. And when I say from my own body, and I know that sits so uncomfortably with so many people who have literally cut themselves off at the neck and ignored their bodies for so long. And even athletes do this. They tend to ignore their body and just push through the pain or the discomfort to 
I'm speaking <laughs> as a complete experiencer of this. I have done this for so many years. I used to ignore my body even when I was running the marathons, even when I was training for triathlons. I would ignore the signals and just push through the pain and call that resilience or courage or endurance or stamina. But really, if I'm honest with myself, my body has never lied to me. It's always given me those signals. But what has been missing often has been the receiving of it, allowing myself to hear those messages and then honoring them. That has been consistent, despite the ever-changing value of the idea of urgency in my life. So I challenge you, as this week goes by, what is urgent in your life? And is the sense of urgency fueling you or is it depleting you? Is it causing you to feel burned out and to feel overwhelmed? It's a fascinating conversation. And once again, the greatest resource is your own body, is your own inner wisdom taking the time to be quiet, to take that breath, to give yourself a moment to reflect on how does it feel right now? Well, thank you so much as always. It is always an honor for me to be sharing this insight with you. As I do this work, as I work on myself, sharing these tools and resources with you means the world to me. I just believe so deeply in empowering one another with these tools so that we can take care of ourselves. I believe so strongly that when you feel good, and I don't mean feel good all the time, I mean honoring how you feel and then always reaching for feeling better, always giving yourself that hope and that permission to feel better to face those really challenging emotions and lessons, to see them for what they are as beautiful insight into our human character, into our human need, and then learning from them so that we can gain those tools for true resilience. And in doing so, being able to better care for one another. Until next time, my friends, when you feel good, that's when you can do good. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Business of Happiness podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And if you know of a colleague who could benefit from this perspective, empower their day and share this episode with them. Or check out more episodes on thebizofhappiness.com. I look forward to discussing happiness in business and in life with you further again next episode. And until then, remember, today is going to be a great day. <laughs>